Welcome to Two Pillars Podcast, motivation for the mind and spirit. Drawing frequent reference from the Bible, receive bite-sized digestible motivational insights and tools to renew your spirit and nourish a strong mindset. And now your host, author, blogger, and leader, Elita Torres. Welcome to the second episode of Two Pillars Podcast. Today I thought we would talk about the five-point framework for the mind and spirit, as well as my evolution of the spirit. When we talk about the spirit and the mindset, the first thing we have to look at is what is motivating us to stay true to our beliefs, stay true to our faith, stay true to working on our working on our spirit as when i first started working out during the covid uh, pandemic i was laid off for about two months and i decided to work out again my first day when i say i could not do one full push-up i could not even fathom even going half doing half a push-up now we're looking at you know, eight months, eight, nine months later, and where I couldn't do one, I can now do, I do a, a series of five sets to, for a total of 77 push, push-ups, where while that's no way bragging, because I, I know people that can do that probably in one, uh, in one set, the point is, is that what was really, really, what kept me motivated throughout the process, and the only way Uh, And reason I went from 1 to 77 was my motivation for my health. When we're talking about our faith, our spiritual renewal, the same thing is true. The first thing I want to mention is motivation of the spirit has nothing to do with religion. My spiritual renewals come mostly from my faith, my belief, and what... I learn and read from the Bible as well as my community of faith believers. Faith is not a religion. Religion, I see it more as a set of rules, code of conduct, something that you would probably put in a box. As Cindy Wigglesworth says, spiritual intelligence is the ability to behave with wisdom and compassion while maintaining inner and outer peace regardless of the situation. I was brought up Roman Catholic, but now go to an Anglican church simply because their youth uh, group um, meets the needs of what I feel for myself and for for my kids. Um, Not emphasizing one denomination over another uh, and I'm far from judging any denomination. My faith progression when I was young was so easy. It, a lot of things when I was young seemed a lot easier. It almost came natural. My mom is the one that uh, introduced me to my faith and, and my beliefs. It was so easy. I prayed, I was, I used to pray every single night fervently to the despair of my sister who shared the bed with me. Uh, she grew frustrated often when she would try to sleep and she'd hear me whispering in the middle of the night. 
but it guided my thoughts and my actions. It was really natural and took little work. Just some examples of my faith in action. When I was about probably five or six, my mom was sick and she was lying in bed. She didn't want it, she couldn't get up. I was hungry, I wanted to eat. So I went to my mom and you know asked her if she was feeling better. But she you know, apologized and said she couldn't get out of bed, she was just too sick. I knelt down and started praying when, for her to, to feel better. When she saw me praying, she told me, oh, Lita, I don't have faith that your prayer is going to make me feel any better. But I didn't have a doubt. In fact, that just made me pray more fervently to show my mom what the power of prayer can be. About an hour later, my mom told me that she started feeling better and she got up. Now, was that an act of God or an act of faith on her part that she saw my faith and my belief that gave her the strength to get up? My brother, my youngest brother, when he was uh, born, he had a lot of uh, medical issues. He was in the hospital for, for a long while. And I remember sitting by the window with my mom and my godmother at his bedside and the doctor coming in and telling my, my aunt, that, my aunt uh, who was translating for my mom that my brother's condition was not good and the prognosis was, uh, was dire. I started praying then fervently. And I remember when I finished praying, I looked up, looked out the window and, it's, and saw that it started snowing. It was the first snowfall. Now I had no idea. I was uh, eight, 10 years old. I had no idea. Sorry, 13 years old. I had no idea when it was supposed to snow. I hadn't checked the weather, but I took that as a sign that he was going to be okay, that my prayer was answered. Now I know a lot of people are listening to this saying, oh, geez, Alita, like you're, you're, you're just looking for the miracles. You're just looking for the signs, maybe. But in that moment, I had no doubt that my prayer had just been answered. And a week later, my brother was out of the hospital. I remember many, many times where my prayers were so profound and so deep. My connection was so deep that it would result in tears in my eyes of joy because I, would, I felt something during every single prayer. As I started getting older with the busyness of life and social pressures that were self-inflicted, I noticed that my faith changed. I stopped talking about it to everyone as when I was young. I was embarrassed to, to be honest I told myself I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable but realized that it was just about not wanting to feel excluded I didn't want to look not cool I had a fear of what people might think of me and really were too concerned about the opinions of others only recently have I began to share my faith and belief openly again. 
I realized that you don't have to be a priest, a deacon, or a pastor to share ministry. You sh the best ways to show others through your actions, your behaviors. Let people know where you come from, but don't judge others for where they are. When I was young, it came easy. I didn't work at it continuously as I grew up and things got in the way. The, my world became noisy. And so I lost a huge part of that spiritual muscle. Throughout the last couple of years, I've started working on it every, every single day. And the more I work on it, the easier it becomes to connect. And I realize that faith is not just about teaching others through words. Faith is not just about what you believe. It's about teaching others through your actions and who you are. My parents had six kids, so I have five siblings, two who profess to not believe at all, and all who have a variation of faith and belief. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, it is written, But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. I'm hoping through my podcast, through my episodes, that I am sharing my reason for my faith and hope, and that you are receiving it with gentleness and respect. Speaking of Peter, I remember the first time as a, as a child reading about his denial when he was asked if he knew Peter at the, and, and he denied it three times. I remember thinking, how dare he deny Jesus? How dare he, after all he has seen and lived through with Jesus, deny that he knows him? Today I realize, as I got older actually, I realized that I've denied Jesus many times by not speaking his word or not standing up for what I believe and sharing what I believe. I wasn't even facing bodily harm or potential death as Peter was, but I chose being included in a, in a, in a group instead of feeling excluded. So in a way, I've denied Jesus even more times than Peter ever did. In Matthew 10, 32, it is written, If your courage to witness for God has weakened, pray that your boldness may increase. Remember Jesus' promise, Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. I want to get back to that three-year-old, four-year-old, six-year-old vision, clear vision through focusing on what I, my spiritual pillars and what I call the five-point framework, topics that this podcast will cover. Framework point number one, it has to start with faith, which is about believing without seeing. And hopefully this podcast will help strengthen your faith. Second point framework, it is about you. Now, Jesus said, as the second commandment, love others as you do yourself. 
So why am I putting you first as the second one? Because loving others cannot be done fully without loving yourself first. Third point framework, others. In King James Version, John chapter 15, verse 12, Jesus said, This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Jesus calls on us, on all of us, to engage in loving others, just as he has loved us. This is one of the Bible verses that makes it clear that God's love is the blueprint to follow in our own lives. Number four, community versus fellowship. Acts 2.42 says that the first church devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to prayer, to fellowship, and to the breaking of bread. But Luke tells us these early Christians also devoted themselves to fellowship. They just didn't have fellowship. They devoted themselves to it. This means that fellowship was a priority and one of the objectives for gathering together. They made fellowship a priority. Fellowship can mean a partnership that involves working together and caring for one another as a company of people like a company of soldiers or members of a family. It's about sharing our stories and our journey with one another and encouraging others. The fifth point is about building inspiration and spiritual strength. Motivation is like a muscle. You need to practice strengthening it through a regular routine. When we focus on our spiritual muscles, we are training for eternity. To accomplish this, we must exercise our faith. Strengthening our spiritual muscles brings us closer to God and fortifies our faith walk. The stronger our faith, the more we shine and reflect God's light. This podcast will refer often to Bible verses because that is my compass for my faith. There are several parts in the Bible that used to confuse me, some that still do. I will be discussing these as well through a lens of Bible study. I encourage you to share your thoughts as well. Let's have an open dialogue. Thank you for listening to Two Pillars Podcast with Alita Torres. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe and leave me a positive review on iTunes. It is the best way you can support this podcast as it helps to reach other listeners. Join me next time for another episode of Two Pillars Podcast.